listening to the Paranormal Pursuit, hosted by Bobsy from 99.7 The Mix and Larry Wilson from the Urban Paranormal Investigation. You're not alone. We are not alone. The Paranormal Pursuit will keep you company. Yes, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's Bonzi and Larry Wilson live for your Paranormal Pursuit. Hope you are enjoying everything that we have been uh, talking about. And again, subscribe to this podcast so you guys don't miss any of the episodes. Larry Wilson, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. How are you? Going good, man. Things are going and moving right along. I'm so excited about today's episode. Again, we have uh, made this season one all about Larry Wilson and how he got started, his beginnings into the paranormal pursuit, and uh, the you know people he has met in the beginning. And today, the one of the folks that you have met is a big part of your life. She's been a big part of your life. She's helped you out. She's guided you. She's uh, cleansed you. She's done it all. She she maybe <laughs> yeah. even saved you and your your wife. I mean, and that's not a, that's not a joke. I no, mean, no. there's some stuff that we're going to be talking about here. Yeah, it's, that's uh, uh, pretty freaky. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty unbelievable. And one of the things too, when we start talking about this this person, I'm going to let you introduce her, okay? Yeah. Um, because you know her, and you keep telling I telling me that I need to go meet her and visit her. Um, she's going to kind of lead us in to kind of a, a teaser into our next three episodes, which which is going to be all about Velisca, and uh, the Velisca Axe Murder House is well known throughout the entire paranormal community. Absolutely. Would you say, Larry Wilson, that Velisca, if when you talk, you know, and you've talked to way more people in this world, in this paranormal society than I have or, or community, would you say Velisca would be like maybe top three places for most paranormal investigators? Um, actually, no, I, I probably don't. I wouldn't really? say that. No, because some people go there and, and they don't really experience anything. Okay. You know, and then there's people, you know, like me that, uh, Everything under the sun happens, you know. But well, I, I don't mean about experience. I'm not. I mean top three places go? people know about. I mean, like yeah. top three places people I would like, agree pe- with that. Yes. Yeah, people yeah. know about Velisca. Yeah. I mean, this, the, I mean, if you go on their website and look at their calendar, it's book solid. You're right. Around, I mean, there's know? places that come to brains. Right. As soon as yeah. you start talking to yep. people, like, okay, well, yeah, I've heard of Velisca yeah. or I heard of this place, but that's what I meant. Like, it's, not, r- it's right up there with like Sally House and some of those other okay. places. Okay. All right. Know? Very good. Yeah. So Velisca is something we're going to be getting to very soon, and I want to play just a teaser of some of the stuff. Um, that that has uh, happened at Velisca, and um, this was actually on the investigation that we did. How many times you been to Velisca again? Uh, five. Five times. I've only been once. And again, like what you just said, while we were there, nothing. I didn't really experience much of anything, and no. I really wasn't even that uncomfortable or scared, if you will, while we were there. But you've had some trouble, okay, right. at yeah. Velisca, and, and actually, people that you know about have had trouble yeah. with Velisca. Our intern at the time had some experiences. And remember, we had to go outside for a little bit because she was... I think at the end of the... Towards the end of the investigation, about a couple hours left, she went outside and didn't come back yeah, in. Yeah, she didn't come back in. Yeah. So I want to play this EVP real quick. And again, we're not going to talk too much about Velisca right now. I just want to tease it. This is what you're going to get. We've, we, we had to break Velisca down into three parts. Yeah, it's just a long story. And our investigation that we did for the radio station, that's not even part of the first the first first time we <laughs> talk about Velisca. So before we get into the uh, the the person that that Mary uh, that Larry has met throughout his career in the paranormal investigation, here's just a little taste 
a little teaser, if you will, of a clip that was found on the 99.7 uh, Paranormal Investigation at Villisca. Hi, Nidalina. If you're downstairs, we can't see you now. Can you make a noise for us? Now, it might be a little hard to hear because we had to raise that level up, okay, a lot. But after you hear you speaking, okay, mm-hmm. asking about a couple right. of the girls, what do we hear after that? I think it sounds like it sounds like an infant almost. It sounds like somebody, a child laughing yeah. or, or kids laughing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly what it sounds like. We're going to play it one more time, see if you can hear it. It's really faint right after Larry talks. You'll hear the volume get raised up, and then you'll hear what we think is the laughter. Hi, Nidalina. If you're downstairs, we can't see you now. Can you make a noise for us? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's creepy. Now, we didn't hear that while we were there. That's something that was found um, on one of our EVP devices, and, um, you know, that's pretty crazy. So there's just a little teaser of what Velisca has to offer and again, that's coming up in episode uh, five, six, and seven. Today is episode four of the Paranormal Pursuit. I'm just going to basically turn this over now to Larry Wilson, and he gets to introduce someone that uh, I believe you've become uh, close friends with. Yeah, she's. A good, I consider her a good friend now, and uh, and actually, sort of. Uh, I don't know if you want to say mentor, but awesome. She's guided me the the basically that uh, with this the paranormal and supernatural, you really need to be careful with it yep. because. Uh, you know, not. I'm not saying not all all of it's bad. That's that's not the case. But uh, there's things you need to be cautious of. Right on. All right. Let's start from the top. Um, like I said, my I really never thought a lot about psychics. Um, at the time I met her, I was working uh, at the State Board of Education here in Springfield, at the uh, Alzina Building, and and several several people, colleagues, um, work colleagues that is, had had told me about this lady and how just fantastic she was that. Um, they told her, they told them things about uh, them that there was no way she would know and things about their future that, that came, actually came true. And these weren't just, you know, common things that uh, anyone could you know, get a, have a 50, 50 shot at. These were things that spot uh, on things. They were spot on. Exactly. So I really had no reason to go see her. Um, but I'd thought about it, you know, and at the time, um, I hadn't written my first book yet. I didn't write that until 2011. And the first time I met this lady was in 2008. But uh, to give you the, the backstory on it, um, in December of 2007, I hadn't seen my brother um, for about 10 years. And it wasn't, we weren't estranged or anything like that. It's just, he was living out of state and we were doing our own things. We just, you know, we never really communicated very much. And my Older bro- brother, younger brother? Uh, he's two years older than me. Okay. And... Uh, so anyhow, uh, December of 07, he contacted me and said, hey, we're going to be going to Chicago to visit my, my wife's mother, and we're going to be heading you know, around your area, so we're going to swing by, stop in Taylorville, maybe we can have you know, supper or something, and we did. So anyhow, his wife, Diane, and, and, and my wife and I and, and my brother, we, uh, we had uh, dinner together in Taylorville, and I, I chatted with my brother, and my, my wife chatted with his wife. And then we decided my brother would ride home with me to our house, and his wife would ride with Kathy to our house, and we'd have dessert, and we did. And they stayed a couple hours and then left. you know. And after they left, my wife said, well, that sure is too bad about your brother. And I said, well, what do you, what do you mean too bad about my brother? And she says, well, he didn't tell you? And I said, no, tell me what. And she explained that uh, his wife had told her 
how he had uh, really bad kidney problems, you know, so he had... Uh, I can't believe he didn't tell you that. Well, you know, I mean, I so, think he so knew, really bad kidney problems. Uh, was, I, it, was it was it cancer then, or no, transplant needed, no, needed then, or what? That'll kind of come out in the story with okay, Cheryl too. Okay, but, okay, okay. But anyhow, he basically needed a kidney transplant, and, and he so knew that then. He knew that, and then he didn't tell you because he knew that I would volunteer to do it. Okay, which is what happened. Okay, and that's kind of what led me into doing the first reading with Cheryl because I was thinking, you know, because this. Wasn't shortly after that, maybe the same week, uh, again, one of the ladies at work came to me and said, hey, are you ever going to go see Cheryl, you know, that <laughs> kind of thing? And I'm thinking, well, you know, having major surgery for the first time in my life, I'd never had surgery before. I thought, well, if I'm ever going to go see a psychic, there's no better time than to go now. So you had already made the decision to do yeah. this if, if he needed it you were doing it and before actually, you went and saw her. I did. Okay. And, and so I did all the testing. It took about, you know, about six, seven weeks of testing, okay. you know, and then so around in February, um, that's when I first decided to contact Cheryl for okay. a reading okay. and she was booked six weeks out. So, wow. um, I was scheduled for March Busy 10th. lady. Very busy. And the reason- Because uh, of all the psychic well, stuff? And and I had talked to, again, one of the ladies at work, her name was Kathy. Okay. And uh, she'd explained that Cheryl doesn't or didn't advertise and she didn't have a webpage, that everything was done by word of mouth, but she was so good- that she was booked up for four to six weeks. And oh, when I contacted man. her, she was booked up uh, six weeks in advance. <laughs> okay. So we scheduled that I would meet her uh, on March the 10th, which would be one week before my surgery on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And this is in 2008. And my, my phone contact with Cheryl, the only thing that she really asked me was, do you have anything important you want to talk about? Like, you know, love life or, you know, anything like that. And I said, well, I have a medical concern. And being sort of a skeptic on psychics, um, I didn't want to give her any information. Too much, yeah. yeah, exactly. And there was really nothing about me on the on the internet then either, because I hadn't written my first book, and there wasn't anything about me being a paranormal investigator or anything like that on the web yet. So I just said, "Yeah, I have a medical concern that I'd I'd like to know about." And she said, "Okay, that's you know, I'll, I'll meditate on that, and I'll have some things ready." And that for was you. just a phone conversation you had with her before to the set up the appointment, before the the reading. Yep, exactly. And that was it. That was it. A medical concern. Medical concern was all I said. Okay. So then uh, again, a couple of weeks before um, I was to meet her, this same Kathy, I'm I'm having lunch down at the cafeteria at the Alzina building, and. Kathy comes in and she said, oh, uh, she sat down by me. She said, oh, I just wanted to tell you I was just at Cheryl's. I had a reading. And when I left, I said, my friend Larry Wilson is going to be coming to see you in a couple of weeks. And she said, oh, yeah. She said, tell him to watch the movie White Noise before he comes. And I'm thinking, White Noise? What the heck? Why? So in the meantime, I rented the movie White Noise. I'd never seen it before. But if folks don't remember, White Noise was a movie with Michael Keaton he plays a guy named uh, Jonathan Rivers, an architect, and his wife disappears. Uh, I think her name was Anna, but she disappears. And they later find her car along like a, a river, I believe it was. And they think that she might have been trying to change a tire and fell into the river and drowned. Well, then eventually this guy shows up at his door, and he's a paranormal es- expert. And he talks about being able to, to communicate with this Rivers guy's wife, Michael Keaton's wife, through EVPs. Right, right, right. You know? So anyhow, in the movie, Keaton gets so involved in that that he sort of um, conjures, I guess you call it conjures up some more things on the darker side. Right, right, right. And it causes him a lot of problems. Yeah. And as I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking, this lady's trying to tell me that what I'm doing can, it can cause me harm, you know? It may lead you to a bad spot. It could. Yeah. And 
But how would she know that? Because right, 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 right. not even the folks at work knew I was a paranormal investigator. Oh, so wow. she, she had no way of knowing this. Okay. You know? So anyhow, um, I show up at her doorstep, uh, March the 10th, um, and this, this kind of little older lady, I'm guessing she was in probably early 60s at the time, okay. comes to the door, grandmotherly figure, has me come in, sit down. Um, we exchange pleasantries. And then she starts explaining about the gift that she has. Um, she takes no credit for anything that, that she does. And she said that uh, years ago when she was younger, she had a near-death experience. And when she did, um, she saw this Native American spirit named Shiraka. And ever since that time, she has communicated with him, and he is able to tell her things about, you know, people, future, those types of things, you know, um, things of clairvoyance. And, uh, again, she claims no gift of, of, of foreknowledge or anything. It's all—she gives all credit to him. Okay. So as she's sitting there telling me these things, I'm thinking, oh, man, what did you get yourself into? You like, you, you're, you're thinking what most people are thinking right now, probably yeah. listening, like, okay, this, this, is, this is just crazy. It is. Yeah. Or this I this woman's was. nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Like, I still, to this day, when you tell me these stories and I hear you say the name Sharaka, I'm always like, okay, yeah. this is crazy. It, and it this is out crazy. of a movie. It, it's, it seemed crazy to me, too. And then uh, just out of the blue, she says, um, uh, Larry Sharaka says you're into the metaphysical. And I said, well, if you mean ghost hunting, I've been doing that for a few years now. And then she looked at me, kind of glared, and she, and she said, Sharaka says they don't like to be called ghosts. They, like they prefer to be called spirits. Okay. And I played along with her. I said, oh, you know, I didn't mean to offend anybody. Right, you know? right. So, and I, I said, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to, to offend anyone. But um, she told me several things then, and, and, I, and I wrote them down because what, what she did also, which I should explain, when you have a reading with her, when you get there, she has two to three pages of things already written out about you. And I remember my third visit with her, I had all these questions I wanted to ask her I'd written down. And when I got there on her tablet, she had basically already answered everything I had <laughs> written on my tablet, you know. So it was crazy. But anyhow, she had these things written down. And I wanted to read a couple of these things that she said. Uh, one of the things was, and we were talking about the metaphysical still was, she says, uh, Shraka says that uh, if you continue to delve into the supernatural, uh, you'll encounter many things that you won't understand. Some of these things will cause you harm. And she says that um, as you delve into these things, you must always proceed with caution. He said that I have a lot to learn, and that the more I experience the supernatural, the more I'll understand it. And she, and she said he is saying that eventually you'll be able to sense when spirits are present. So then she continues. She says he also wants you to know a couple of other things. First, he said that you really need to be sure that you want to seek out spirits and supernatural things. Because if you do, at some point, you'll open the door to the other side. And once the door opens, you'll see and experience things that you won't understand, and not all that comes through the door will be good or have your best entrance at hand. She said, and he says that, Larry, that once you open the door to the other side, it's never as easy to close again. So he's basically just saying, look, if you want to do this, you better take it serious. Yeah, don't be playing around. Exactly. Exactly. So then she continues on. We get off of the metaphysical part for a little bit. And then she says, Sharaka says you have a medical concern. Well, that didn't mean anything to me because I told her I had a medical yep, concern, yep, you know. Yep. And she says, um, he wants you to know before I tell you these things that anything you do out of love will turn out well. And I thought, well, you know, I'm doing this out of love. I love my brother and I'm donating a kidney because I love him, you know. And she's, then she looks at me and she says, um, Sharaka says, Larry, you're giving something away. And as soon as she said that, I mean, I just had cold chills. Right. Because, I mean, if, if, if you said to me you had a medical concern, 
And I was trying to guess what it was. I mean, I'm, I would think heart complications, diabetes. Something about know. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, she says, you know, that uh, he says you're giving something away. And I mean, like I said, I had chills. But then she looks right at me and she says, Chiraka says that you're giving a kidney away. Now, you can donate a lot of different, you know, organs uh, and, and still survive or pieces like you can, I believe, donate to your liver, <laughs> that kind of thing. But she, he hit it spot she on. She nailed kidney. it or he nailed it. Yeah. Chiraka nailed it. But it gets even better because... She then goes, or again, then says, uh, Chiraka says that you're going to give your left kidney away. Well, just the week before, I had had about a half-hour conversation with the nephrologist, and he explained to me that they were going to take my left kidney because of there were more veins on the right side, and it would be more difficult to get to my right kidney, so they were going <laughs> to use the left one. And, but, I mean, she only had a 50-50 shot anyway, but she selected the right one, and, you know, and I was still just totally kind of starting to freak out. And then the last thing that she said about the the um, medical concern. Every time you tell me this story, I just I know. I forget I forget how spot on it is. It was detailed, and I'm always reminded about an experience that we had that we'll talk about later on with my only real encounter with someone who had that ability. Okay. So every time I'm just you know what I mean? you know who yeah. I'm talking about. I don't want I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. It just blows me away. It because 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 again. We talk about this paranormal stuff, and and for the skeptics listening, for the people that are doubters, that's fine. But how do you explain this exactly. stuff? Exactly. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's, that's just, fine. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, if you would think that she pretty much hit on everything, well, she hit on something else, or Shiraka did. Uh, she looks at me, she says, and she, and she like, what she does is like, it's like she's listening to somebody talking to her. You can see it, like her eyes are looking up, and she's like, she's listening, and then she'll then she'll repeat what he says. So then she says, Shiraka wants you to know that after you have your surgery, you'll never have to worry about getting kidney disease because your brother doesn't have kidney disease. She said that he had a childhood illness that damaged his kidneys. Well, my brother's doctor had told me that he didn't have kidney disease, that as a child, they do all these blood tests and they could tell things you've had. And they said that as a child, my brother at some point had strep throat. And the virus was like dormant in his body. And over the years, it had damaged his kidneys. So he did not have kidney disease, just exactly like, you know, Chirac has said. So she was spot on. I mean, ex- again, like I said, the, th- the stuff she was telling me, the only way you would be able to have privy to that or information privy to that would be to read the actual medical chart. Or to know your doctor. You know what I to mean? Know just, the doctor. just to know your doctor. Yeah. 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 Um, another thing she said that day before I left was, that she said, uh, you and your wife will be taking a trip to the Southwest within the year. And I'm thinking, you know, well, you didn't mention my son. We always, we don't ever go, every, anywhere we go, we go as a family. Well, this was in 2008. So this was, again, March 10th, 2008. And at the time, my son was a senior in high school. He was very small, a little over five feet tall, loved baseball, played baseball, but he didn't get to start or play a lot on the Taylorville baseball team. Uh, that summer, and I coached him, you know, for years, coached him in the summer. That summer, he grew about eight to nine inches. Mm-hmm. And then he decides that he's going. that summer he's going to go to school at Springfield College. That fall, one night he comes home and he says, hey, Dad, I'm going to try out for the baseball team. And I said, well, good, but if you're, if you're going to try out as a walk-on, you've got to be better than the rest of them. So there's a three-day tryout. Uh, at the end of the third day, the fourth day, he comes home and said, hey, Dad, I made the team. My name was on the list of the roster. So he made the baseball team. So anyhow, um, April of uh, 2009, or I'm sorry, it was March of 2009, uh, my wife Kathy and I, we're driving through New Mexico heading to Arizona. 
And we're heading to Arizona to attend Corey Spring Baseball with Springfield College. And as we're driving through New Mexico, it suddenly dawned on me. I said, Kathy, Cheryl the Psychic said that you and I would be heading to the Southwest within the year. And I said, you can't get any more Southwest than heading to Arizona. Right. Did your wife think it was a bunch of baloney, though? I mean, She kind of did. Okay. I think she kind of did. Okay. And then, uh, anyhow, I said, uh, you can't get more Southwest than heading to Arizona. And I said, and besides that, she said, within the year, I said, today is March the 6th. Uh, when I saw Cheryl, it was March the 10th of 2008. This is March the 6th of 2009, four days before the year was up. Oh, it, was, it was just crazy stuff. you know. Oh, my gosh. And that was all on your first visit. That was on the first visit. All right. And then I started to get up and leave that day when she had me you know, set back down. She said, Soraka has another message for you. And the message was, she said that Soraka says, as you continue to delve into the parent or the supernatural, that there will be two places that will cause you harm. She said, one is in Iowa and two is in, uh, the second one is in Kansas. Okay. And just to let people kind of know, I've done well over 400 investigations now. And probably at that time I had done 300 some investigations when I, when I met her, I had never heard of the Velisca Axe Murder House and I had never heard of the Sally House. Of the 300 and some investigations I had done at that time, I'd never had a negative experience with anything. And then within just a few short months, I would investigate the Velisca House for the first time, and then the following year investigate the Sally House. And, and until 2016, those were the only two places where I had negative-type things happen. And the Sally House is the one that we're going to get to where I had an experience with you and yeah. um, my uh, ex-sister-in-law that, that was crazy. It was my first encounter with anyone that had, uh, what do you call it, uh, sensitive abilities or right. psychic abilities. Uh, we've got an EVP from one of your trips at the Sally House, just so people can kind of, again, we're, we're, this, we're teasing this. This is something that even happened. The, even the EVPs from there sound negative. Yeah. I mean, so this one here, again, listen to it closely, because Larry, I've, I've, I love this clip because I hear something on this clip that's crystal clear at the end. Some of the other stuff, Larry and I, I think, you know, we, we kind of disagree on what the words and, and, and are. it is subjective. Right, yeah. right. And, and so sometimes you hear words, sometimes I hear words, but there, there is something and the, there. And the thing is, if it, say, if the message is meant for me, maybe I'm hearing it in a different way than right. you would. But the ending part, yeah, we both agree. it's definitely crystal clear. So listen closely for that. Now, again, um, this clip was from the Sally House. Was this on your first investigation? No, this was my second. I spent the, the, the night there alone. I can't believe that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean <laughs> and was in, in this room, do you remember what room? Were you anywhere near this room in this recorder when you picked it up? Well, I had recorders all over the house, but this was recorded in the living room area. Okay, living room area at the Sally House. Here's the clip. So explain to people what you think is being said there. Well, you hear your uh, a voice first. You're you hear, loud. And, and, That's not your voice. No. Anything on that recording I, is not your no, voice. No, I'm by myself, okay. and I'm not talking. Uh, but you, I hear, come see, come seek, and then deliver. De- and deliver is said in like a whisper. Yes. It's like, yeah. deliver. Deliver, yeah. Now, there is, again, that loud voice or you know, it, that's on the recording. It's not you. That, I mean, no. I thought I always thought, that, that that's got to be. It's not no. you. The only time I spoke uh, when I'm doing an investigation by myself is if I'm doing what I call an EVP session, which this wasn't one. All right. One more time. Here's the clip. Listen carefully. Okay. Okay. 
And notice the static in between, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And 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 so <laughs> the two locations that Cheryl told you to worry about, Iowa, Kansas. Yeah. Both true. Yes, yeah, and I've, I had negative things happen after visiting both places. So you uh, visited her the first time, 2008. You went to Villisca, all right? The second time you, uh, was it your first trip to Villisca that, that you the, needed to go see her? Or no, how did that happen? The first trip to Villisca, not a thing happened, didn't record anything. Who did you go with your first trip? Because, again, I don't want to give away too much about yeah. Villisca Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, okay? Because uh, that's that's a big, big chunk of, right. of our first season. The first time I went with a buddy named Jamie and his uh, sons. Okay. Uh, and th- now let's not talk about anything else there, okay? The, so first time, nothing really happened. No, we didn't even record anything. Okay. Second, Why did you go back for number two time then? Well, the history of the place, the murder aspect. Yeah, the axe murder and it's house. it's yeah. it's haunted so i contacted paul robinson that i mentioned in we did the rockcliffe mansion yeah, 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 podcast yeah. paul does films and i right, thought right. man this would be a great place to do a film okay. so uh, i told him about it he contacted the owner the owner said yeah i'll let you have it for two days two nights oh, free cool. okay. you know okay and uh, and then so that's how that so you went back going. the second time in two, and, in september of 2008 and, and that's the when, second time after when you went there a bunch of stuff happened well, we had a couple. I don't want to talk about no, it. I we just won't want to talk say, about but, it. But, but we had a couple weird things happen while we were there. But it was when I returned home that really, really weird and bad stuff happened. Okay, so when the really, really weird and bad stuff happened, is that when you went and contacted Cheryl because you need to figure out what's going on? Or you, well, what? you know me, it it took about almost three and a half months before I went to get help about it because I wanted to see how everything would progress. Because this first, it, it took me a long time to to figure out that, hey, you're not imagining this stuff. This stuff is really going on. And then other people started experiencing it, too, people that knew didn't even know where I went. And if you're wanting to know what bad stuff happened, guys, you're going to have to listen to the next episodes because that's when we're going to really dive into what was going on in your life because yeah. it's scary. It's it's really unhealthy. Uh, your wife was concerned. You well, were concerned Kathy for your family. Kathy experienced right. things. People at work experienced right. things. So know. it took you a while to actually finally feel like what? Okay, I got to reach I was out de- to I was kind of. It was basically desperation. I just wanted it to stop. So the I didn't know what to do, so I... I Ended up, you know, going out to the Barnes and Noble looking for books, and I found a book uh, about a lady. She was a psychic, wrote some books, okay. and, and I thought, well, maybe I know one psychic. Maybe give her a call. Okay, yeah. But and then when we do get to that episode, it will blow the listeners away again. I didn't tell her anything about where I'd been or anything, and she knew exactly right. What I'd so been, Cheryl will be coming up again in the Velisca yes. Part One, yeah. Part Two, yeah. Part Three. Um, again, this is all about Larry's pursuit and and your beginnings and right. and I think right. that it's important to know Cheryl. We Cheryl. needed to introduce Cheryl. We needed to talk about Cheryl because she comes up a lot. One thing about the paranormal I've noticed is it's like a huge puzzle. Everything that I've done so far with the paranormal in some way has been connected to something down the road or connected to something else. You also went and saw Cheryl after another incident with the uh, the witch's house in Mascuda. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be another episode that comes up down the road. So Cheryl's helped you with that one as well. Well, she helped me with that, but she also had problems after I visited her there. Okay. Herself. Okay. Yeah. So again, Cheryl the psychic, uh, the real deal. She's the real deal. Um, does she still take uh, appointments or readings? Or, I know. Because I mean, listen, Larry's not giving out any information no. on how to get a hold of her because that, that would I'm, be crazy. The reason I'm not is during the pandemic the last year or so, I mean, and she's 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 older now. I'm, I'm 62 myself. She's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
But uh, but she didn't take, uh, I don't think, anyone during the pandemic. Okay. So I don't know. She might be doing phone things, you know. Right. But, and you but, keep wanting me to go, and I'm just like, yeah. ah, I don't know. You know, I, I think the reason I don't want to go, and maybe, and Larry, you, you can probably, you know, admit to the same thing or or understand. What I, I just don't want to know anything bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what's my number one rule whenever we go on investigations? You don't want to know things before, beforehand, for one thing. I don't want to know anything beforehand. And if anything ever, I mean, happens oh, you're negatively. Done. You're done. That involves my kids yeah. or me. I mean, and, yeah. and, we, and we've been in that situation before. You and I yeah. have both been in that situation. Yeah. You know, I, we, we've cut off an investigation because of that. I just, I don't want anything to do with it because I'm not worried about me. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about well, the, other people. Once in the future, we'll talk about the Sally House and your, and your, with yeah, Kate, the ex-sister in law. Yeah, yeah. 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 Crazy stuff, guys. The paranormal pursuit. Uh, great job, man. No, this, yeah. Crazy, crazy It's, it's stuff. all connected. It really so before is. we wrap this up, uh, we've got, of course, Bonzi's EVP clip of the week. This is where we get to <laughs> looking forward to test that. Larry Wilson on his uh, his brain a little bit, his knowledge. See if you're still with it all up there. Now you're getting more healthy, you know, and more like, you know, <laughs> no physically fit. Let's see if your brain is physically fit. So I test Larry with former EVP clips that we have gotten either together or ones that you've sent me before. Because sometimes... You sent me clips that I that I haven't been a yeah, part of. I'd like you to hear what... I just want to test it out. Give me your viewpoint, what it says. See if you remember this one right here. Bonzi's okay. EVP clip of the week. You should get this one immediately. Are you ready? Yep. He's already shaking his yeah. head. That's the... I shouldn't be laughing. No, it's not. And of course, you hear my stupid laugh there at the end, too. Okay, so let's explain what that clip is, Larry, and what we're hearing, and then we'll play it again. He shook his head, people, as soon as he heard it. So go. That's from Farrar School. Farrar Elementary School in, where was that at again? Uh, Farrar, Iowa. Farrar, Iowa. And what did we hear? Well, it was just the four of us. It was you, I, um, Sarah from the radio mm-hmm. station, and um, and an investigator named Chris. Right, right. And Chris thought you were coming downstairs to the lower level with him near the near the gymnasium. Right. I was nowhere near. No, you we, were you were up on the first floor, and Sarah and I were on the second floor. Right, right, right. So Chris didn't realize he went downstairs by himself. Right. And behind him, he heard like a deep breath. And it was loud, and and it's it it startled him, which it would anybody. But at first, we didn't know if he really heard something or not, right. Until we then later on played went, back the recordings, and and you can clearly hear the loud breath. But the thing was, the recorder that recorded this was all the way across the gymnasium, right. about ninety to hundred feet away. Right. So that breath had to be very loud. Right next to him. Right next to him. And you hear it right at the very beginning. So yep. listen it's very closely at the beginning. Right before he starts yelling for Bonzi. Right. And he yells for both of us. Yeah, because he, 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 he thought we were right behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's yelling for us, and you hear me saying, hello, or what? Yeah. And then he says, Larry, and then you hear you yelling, what? Yeah. And then we're, 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 we're basically walking towards him, and uh, he's freaking out. Yeah. He, he was really not right after. He was freaked out. So no. here, here's the clip again. Listen for that breath, the light. It's like a, you'll hear it right at the very beginning. Here it is. Right there. 
And the thing, the reason was that he was calling for us was because he heard that right at the bottom of the staircase. Yeah. So in order to get back to us, he would have had to have gone right by whatever it was. Right, and that's why it was so echoey, too, when he's calling for us, because the recorder is so far yeah. across that gymnasium floor. And I, I'm i trying to remember, like, when we walked, because I even asked, you can hear me on there asking, where are you at? Like, Because yeah. like, I didn't know if he was, uh, you know, on the stairs or if he was on the gymnasium floor. The Ferrar Elementary, I'm telling you right now, guys, <laughs> when we get to that episode for Ferrar Elementary School... Um, if anyone asks me like about cool places that we've been to, that's always my top one. Yeah. I mean, that's always my I think number one. That's the one I think really confirmed for you that there's something to all this. Yeah, because of the audio, the interaction, and what we heard. I mean, yeah. the interaction was it insane. Was, it was intelligence. Yeah, it was intera- intelligent interaction. And not on our part. <laughs> no, not at all. And I'm just glad you were there. I mean, we were in yeah. the same room when that was going on, too. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, good job on the EVP clip of the week. week. That was good. Yeah, that was uh, today's episode, again, was Cheryl the Psychic. And um, it's the Paranormal Pursuit, man, with, with Larry Wilson and, and Bonzi. And, again, please subscribe to this so you do not miss any episode. Next week... It's the first, part one, of Velisca. All right? Velisca part one, Larry's first investigation. Or no, the second, is it 08 investigation? What are we talking about first? We'll be talking about, we'll talk, touch on the first investigation, but this will be mainly about the second investigation. All right. We have to break Velisca though, up into three parts. So Velisca part one, part two, part three. You guys do not want to miss that. It's the paranormal pursuit. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week as we once again pull the string and unravel more mysteries of the paranormal. Until then, happy hauntings.